uh I hear them talking in the streets, but they don't say the real We really debating the industry and what the six of feel Cold shoulders turn to open arms when you on for real Ain't no strangers to the bricks, now let's build something for real It's too real, real, it's too real Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, E. How y'all doing out there, man? Welcome back to It's Too Real, the podcast. Um, if it's your first time listening, well, welcome. You know what I mean? You don't need to welcome back. But um, definitely, I'm happy to be on the mic, man. Had a real stressful, stressful day, man. Just dealing with people is just... Man, if you know me personally, you know I like to deal with myself. You know what I'm saying? I really don't like to deal with people, but sometimes you're forced to. That's just 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 the situation you're put in, you know what I'm saying? But um, it's hard, man, because you're a person who holds yourself to a certain standard, and you know what I'm saying. And when you deal with other people, you, they may not hold that same standard. So you, the effort and time and certain way you carry yourself and approach the the interaction, you ain't. It's not being reciprocated, so you just feel like, you know. But we're gonna keep pushing, man. Um. We definitely have gotten our first our first dose of snow out here up north. You know what I'm saying? So if you're in the West Coast or if you're in the islands, you know what I mean? I do have some listeners in the Cayman Islands. Shout out to you, man. I appreciate you. And, you know what I mean? I see you on social media always showing support. But if you're on the islands and or you're in somewhere with the warm climate, man, just, you know what I mean, just, just be happy. Just be happy, man, because it's nasty outside, man. Not just because of the... The weather, but what the weather brings when people are unprepared for 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 the cold weather, they start tripping, they start driving slow. Traffic, the traffic today, man, you don't want to get caught up in that traffic today. It was it was it was crazy, it was crazy coming down to four hundred three, man. Um, it was just uh, I think there was a report that let me get the report, let me get the report. It was reported that over four hundred GTA crashes were reported in the last twenty four hours. Do you know how crazy that is, bro? 400 in, in the GTA in the last 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I don't know how many were fatal, but insurance rates is going up for, every, for everybody involved. Um, some people are probably in the hospital. Some people are probably scared. You know what I mean? But that's what the weather brings. It's a very, it's a very slippery slope, man. It's a very um, scary. It's scary out there, man, especially when the winter comes. That ice, that black ice. Where you think that you press your brake and your brake is just sinking, you going down, you know what I'm saying? It gets dangerous out there, man. So um, everybody be safe, you know what I mean? Put your winter tires on. Don't be cheap, you know what I'm saying? I, I remember being cheap, being like, yeah, I want to save money and buying them used tires and, you know what I'm saying? Or telling yourself you're only going to put two tires on the, on, on, on the front tires or two tires on the back and, you know, go all seasons, halfway, half winter. Don't do it, man. Don't do it, man. You know what I mean? You can't you, you you when you're when you're dead, you don't even get a chance to regret. You know what I'm saying? So always put yourself your your health and yourself first, you know what I'm saying? Because you won't spend that money on some next shit. Put it on your car, man. The tires will last long. You know what I mean? But um Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like it is what it is. When it comes to the podcast, I know it's not just a Toronto podcast. There's people listening, different places, man. But um, you know, I like to share what's going on where I'm living. I'm saying stuff that affect us. Um, a fortunate situation, man. A very unfortunate situation, like freak accident, freak. Like, I don't think I've heard this before. You know what I'm saying? But um, on Monday, a two-year-old girl was killed by, um, like I said, I don't know how to explain what happened, but um, a mother was walking into a, a building with her three children when a ACU and it came out the window and just from the eighth floor and landed directly on the two-year-old. Um, it's crazy, man. It's very sad, very sad, man. Very sad. Uh, yeah, it's just even gruesome to think about. Just, just fucking crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? That's just, that's just heartbreaking. It like literally breaks your heart when you think about that. Um, mother just had to be there with her siblings just have to let that happen to your child and you not even can't do anything about it but she was taken to the hospital the ac unit fell on her she was taken to the hospital and today tuesday she was pronounced dead um just that's completely sad man that's like 
fucking crazy freak accident, just wild. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how the AC wasn't secured. You know what I'm saying? They're going to blame it on the building or the superintendent or whoever has to take the blame. But, man, regardless, somebody's not, somebody's child is gone. You know what I'm saying? And in a way like that, like that is such a painful, just like that, it, from the eighth floor, you know what I'm saying? You, you, that's just, it's not something you want to think about. But, um, very, very heart, um, heartbreaking situation. Beautiful little girl, man. I pray for her family. I pray for, um, their friends, just their loved ones and her siblings, you know what I'm saying? Like, to, to be there and witness that, like, obviously her mother no, shouldn't even have to go through that, but, you know, she's older, but, for her siblings to just, it's just one of the most saddest stories I heard in a minute, to be honest, man. So rest in peace to Crystal. That's her name, man. Um, yeah, and God bless her family. Um, yeah, man, but, you know, it's been, it's been, yo, we, we had some headlines in Canada, you know what I'm saying? Usually we, we rely on, um, you know, America and Hollywood and all, all that shit, but it's been, it's been, it's been hot. It's been hot with the Raptors playing the way they're playing, you know, putting everybody on notice. Um, to Don Cherry, you know what I'm saying? The famous hockey um, commentator, Canadian hockey commentator. And you may see him. He used to be like, if you go to Niagara, like he's a, he has like his face on a couple couple hotels. I believe he has a restaurant out there. He's eight, I think he's 85 years old. He's been He's been doing this for such a long time. Like... He's a legend in the hockey world, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's a legend in the hockey world, but um, he got his ass fired yesterday. Well, not yesterday, like a couple of days ago, he got his ass fired, man, because, yo, niggas don't, not, let me not say niggas, but people don't understand. This is 2019, bro. Like, you ain't allowed to, be, yo, people, yo, you cannot piss off more than a thousand people. Because when you piss off more than a thousand people, that thousand people know how to make it feel like 10,000 people and they can get everybody engaged. You know what I'm saying? And he pissed out more than a thousand. He pissed out more than 10,000 people because the article I read said sports center was getting calls upon calls and they couldn't stop getting calls about this guy. And ultimately they had to fire his ass. Um, but I'm going to play the clip. So before, you know, we, we, we get into exactly what, um, Don Cherry did to, <laughs> Yo, this guy, man, he he went up there confidently, too. Here we go. What's the sense? I live... You know, I was talking to a veteran. I said, I'm not going to run the poppy thing anymore because what's the sense? I live in Mississauga. Nobody wears... Uh, uh, very few people wear uh, a poppy. Downtown Toronto. Forget it, downtown Toronto. Nobody wears a poppy. And I'm not going to... He says, wait a minute. How about running it for the people that buy them? Now, you go to the small cities, and you know, you, you know those... The rows on rows... You people love, you, you, they come here, whatever it is, you love our way of life, you love our milk and honey, at least you can pay a couple of bucks for poppies or something like that. These guys pay for your way of life that you enjoy in Canada. These guys paid the, uh, the biggest price. Anyhow, I'm going to run it again for you great people and good Canadians that bought a poppy. I'm still going to run it. Anyhow, not before. Listen, man. He... The thing is, how do I how do I put this? He had a lot of good points, but from the I'll put it back to the part where he fucked up because that's the where. Like you guys always hear me say this on the podcast from day one. I love Canada. I think well, I love Toronto. You know what I'm saying? But I love Canada as a whole as far as the way our government treats us and gives us certain things. You know what I mean? Um, that other countries don't have and how we afforded just a different type of freedom, a different type of, they just treat you, we, we're just treated like real human beings out here. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's nothing I ever take for granted. Like when I'm out going to Walmart, I buy poppies. You know what I'm saying? Those kids with the Boy Scouts or whatever they're doing, I don't know what they be doing, but them kids out there, they be having that no frills at Walmart. They just like be on you. Like I, I give them money. You know what I'm saying? At the veterans, I, I donate whenever I, I can and I see them outside. So I, I get what he's saying. Like people pay their dues. But when he said this part, this is the part where it just sounded nasty when when he said it. Like, no, you forget it. Downtown Toronto, nobody wears a poppy. And I'm not going to. He says, wait a minute. How about running it for the people that buy them? Now you go to the small cities, 
And you know, you, you know those the roads on roads. You people love you, you. They come here, whatever it is. You love our way of life. You love our milk and honey. At least you can pay a couple. You people love whatever it is. That's what we say. I quote: "You people love whatever it is. You love our way of life. You come here." So if he would have said, "You people." You people love our way of life. You people, da, da, da. but when you say you come, you you're basically saying immigrants. Like you're saying, you're not making it. You're not speaking about the average Canadian on this land. You're saying that people immigrated here. They are not real Canadians, and now they're loving your way of life. But they're even though they're they may have status and stay by the government. You're saying they are not real Canadians because. They are, they're not, they're, they love your way of life, but it's not their way of life, but they're Canadians. So that's where he, he fucked up. You know what I'm saying? He could have addressed all Canadians because I'm, I'm sure there's niggas that, been, that are Canadian to the core that don't be buying poppies. You know what I'm saying? They'd rather buy crack. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, it's crazy how, 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 and there's probably immigrants that really do pay their dues. You know what I'm saying? You can't judge everybody based on one person. You know what I'm saying? But that 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 they got his ass out of there, man. They said they was getting calls upon calls, man. You cannot say you people you, you like our milk and honey. Like that just you sound real privileged. And him being 85 years old, you can already tell what's up. You know what I'm saying? 85 years old. That's a let's do the math on it. 85 years ago. We are in 2019. We are talking 1935, 1934? Yeah. Woo! This brother might have been older than Malcolm and Martin. Jesus. Holy shit. Yeah, man. I don't know what Canada was like in the 30s, but I know it, it, Don Cherry. We, 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 we. Wow. that's He's old, bro. He's old, man. Yeah, so you can tell his way of thinking. You know what I'm saying? And he's a proud guy. You can go through his comments. He's, um, or not his comments, but you can go through his history of controversial things. He's never, ever apologized. They say... He's, he said the Russians are nothing. He's talked about women at hockey games. Um, he talked about European, European hockey players. He doesn't like the way they celebrate. He's like, they do goofy stuff like it's soccer. Like He's just really, and there's nothing wrong being a proud Canadian, but that doesn't mean you put yourself above other people. And for, he's pretty much of a dumbass to not understand that if you're talking about European people and you're Canadian, like clearly your ancestors are from somewhere in Europe. Like, the people that came, that were here were natives. And he also was getting at the natives too. So he, he he's had his history and I guess they just kept him in because back then social media wasn't wasn't this apparent, but he fucked up that day. Remembrance Day is gonna be a day to remember his ass getting fired. I remember that for a long time still. Like he's on his way out and now he's begging for he's not really begging for his job back. He said he's not he doesn't he's not gonna apologize, but he said he could have smoothed things out. They could have brought him back into the radio station. I mean, brought him back on the show, and he could have smoothed things out and not addressed you people. So he knows where he fucked up, or his PR told him where he fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But that's all good. You know what I'm saying? He's off the show now. I just hope I just hope that his co-host now knows that, yo, because his co-host didn't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'll watch the first takes. You'll watch certain shows, and once that their co-host fucks up, they'll... A nigga, a nigga's not going down with you. He will clearly state, no, I don't agree with that. This guy's co-host was shaking his head and nodding his head. And today he issued an apology on Don's behalf. So that just shows you that, <laughs> yo, niggas ain't loyal, man. <laughs> Don's probably looking at this guy like, yo, you, off the scenes, you was probably telling me like, yeah, man, these damn immigrants, fuckers. You know what I'm saying? But, yo, niggas got to say that check, man. But, um, yeah, they got his ass out of there, so... Salute to that. Salute to is how they treat my boy Drake out there, man. I, I cannot believe what happened. I cannot believe the disrespect, the buffoonery, the... But it's just... This, but this is what happens when I tell you that there's some real weirdos in the world, man. Like, you can just hear it in the crowd. The type of... And this is... You know, I don't judge every, to each their own. But I always tell people, like, I like to be around people just like me. I would never be at that same show that the, the crowd that's booing Drake would never be the show I'm at. I'm booing whoever they came to see. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to Frank Ocean show. So I can understand the them being upset, but to me, Frank Ocean ain't Drake. Like, if I go to a Frank Ocean show and Drake comes out to headline, 
I'm going to be happy, bro. I don't give a fuck. Like, you cannot buy Leaf tickets and then get Raptors tickets in the mail and be like, yo, fuck, I want to go to Leafs game. No, you, you got the Raptors tickets. I don't get, like, you know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. So it's like to, to see them disrespect Drake like that, like, like to have a, no, that was actually some disrespect. Like to have, and he kept it so professional, man. He kept it so professional. I might've been the nigga and I might've been the guy with the microphone that's like, yo, started looking at people in the crowd and pulling them out like, yo. Look at that fat motherfucker right there. Like, <laughs> like just start roasting on niggas. Like, oh, look at this nigga. Look at this bitch. He booming. Look at this bitch. You got the nerd to boo your bitch look like that. Like, I, I might have took it personal. Like, I, I'm going to play how disrespectful it was. Like, this is Drake. Like, that's the part that did that trip me out. It's no disrespect to any other rapper. But imagine if it was just some other rapper. But it's Drake. He's got songs for everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason to boo Drake. Like, if they came out with... You came to a Frank Ocean show, and you came. They 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 brought out Gucci Mane or Lil Baby, and those are my guys. But that's some straight trap shit. This is Drake. This is a superstar. This is the number one guy. Like to treat him like that, like that was some, that was some shit. I wonder what's going through Drake's head. Like that's probably like he's probably like, yo, this is some. This is a, something I've never felt. That probably I, that was some shit. I'm- <laughs> I'm here for you tonight. If you want to keep going, I will keep going tonight. What's up? That's disrespectful to treat one of the greats like that. Listen, I'm gonna give you all the backdrop. So, this particular festival is called Camp Flogano. You know what I'm saying? It's I think hosted by Tyler the Creator, Frank Ocean. You you know those types. You know what I'm saying? Them type of guys. Uh that is just disrespect. Tyler cleared it up. You know what I'm saying? He he said he wasn't happy with it. He said that. He, um, I don't, you know, Tyler's a different guy, so I don't know. There's a little sarcasm in what he's saying, but here's, here's what he said. <laughs> Embarrassed by fans right now. He put that in his bio. Like, if you go to Tyler the Creator's, Tyler the Creator's bio, he wrote, he wrote, Embarrassed by fans. But here's what he tweeted. Again, thank you, Drake. I'm fucking pissed. Hotline Bling was next. That's my fucking shit. I'm going to play that in the shower right now, so... You know, there's actually a video video of Drake performing, and then um, Tyler's literally there jamming. You can see him there dancing, you know what I'm saying? But I guess he was pissed he didn't get to hear Hotline Bling. Um, I thought bringing one of the biggest artists on the fucking planet to a music festival was fire. But flip side, a little tone deaf knowing the specific crowd it drew. Some created a narrative in their head and acted like assholes when it didn't come out true, and I I don't fuck with that. This nigga did feel no ways. Song is beautiful. Also, mostly everyone who was having a great time. Those shits in the front area were the ones being mad, rude. Which I can see why, but nah, fuck that. Y'all represented me and flogged to my guests and made us look so entitled and trash. Like, I love that song and thought that would never happen. He really did that for me and I appreciate it because he did not have to come at all. See, our worlds come together was so great in theory. Seeing our worlds come together was so great in theory. Again, thank you, Drake. I'm fucking pissed Hotline Bling was, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I get where he's coming from. Like, any day you bring a guy there, you know what I'm saying, with the biggest artist. And you got to know your crowd is your crowd is different. But, like, for that, that's what I'm saying. If it was Gucci Mane or somebody else, like, y'all did Drake like that. Like, Drake literally got songs for all y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got it. If you want to hear Frank, Drake got some R&B joints. Girl, little Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got some joints. I, I just thought that was mad disrespectful. Like, um, it, I don't know if this is the time where we're, we're, we're seeing, like, times changing. You know what I mean? A little chink in the armor. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, Drake's that guy, but people are hating Drake right now. Like, um, 
I don't know if it's in Toronto, but they're they're throwing Drake CDs in in the in the trash. They didn't show exactly like they didn't tell you where this is, but they got like signs. OVO has got to go. OVO has got to go. This is about Drake wearing fur. Like, and I hate, like, come on, bro. Like, listen, I love my dog. You know what I'm saying? I have a dog. I love her. You know what I'm saying? But, like, yo, I'm not going to stop eating meat. Like, I'm not going to stop doing that shit. Like, I'm not going to stop getting, I don't know. I, I just don't have that same, that, like, I love dogs. But like other animals, like y'all, I don't have that same affinity for them. You know, I, mean? I don't have that that affection for them. Where it's like, yo, like no fur coats. Like these animals, we don't really be seeing. And like raccoons, why the fuck would I care if a raccoon is dead? Because I heard a lot of raccoons are used for the fur furs on jackets. You know what I'm saying? But raccoons fuck up the garbage. Got rabies. They just got no respect. They just be act like why would I like? Chill, man. I don't know, man. So. I don't know what they're mad at Drake for. I don't. I didn't see Drake wearing any any fur of recent. You know what I'm saying? But they're stepping on his CDs, throwing them into the trash, smashing them on the floor. Like I don't know if that's good for the environment. You know what I'm saying? So these guys are just wild, man. But hopefully Drake's not. None of this is affecting Drake. But I've just never. Maybe I've haven't been looking, but I've never seen niggas hating on Drake like. From the booing to this, like, just random people just hating on Drake. Like, this is Drake. This is the guy that people love to love. You know what I'm saying? So, it's pretty awkward and pretty weird. But I know this is this this means nothing to Drake. Um, he's probably still working on a classic album coming that's coming. Because it's been, it's been a minute since we got Drake music. I don't even, I guess he went on to some Walker joint. I'm trying to think of features Drake, features Drake even had this year. Or even a single. He just really just dropped like in after the summertime like i'm trying to remember and I, I don't really have any at the top of my head you know what i'm saying so i'm sure drake's just focused on the music um trying to get back and get back to that speaking of the music man um shout out to my boy dave east dave east dropped his album survival man and i want to say i'm proud of dave east man because if you know dave east from black rose to Kyrie chanel from karma like this this album's been in the making. You know what I'm saying he signed to Nas, left, um, did a, did a, did Kyrie Chanel with Nas with Master Pill, and then signed to Def Jam, and it's just been, you know what I mean, just trying to get this this number one, get his album out, his first album out. You know what I'm saying, the official album, and he finally did it, man. You know that's it's a big thing. You know what I'm saying, a lot of rappers get shelved. You know what I'm saying, they'll get their deal. You know what I mean, you'll be famous online, but the album just never come out. You know what I'm saying? It just never come out. So shout out to the boy East, man. Um solid album, man. Solid. Um why I really like the album, because I've been listening to Dave East maybe like five years. Like five years, five, six years now. And what I can say is I've known so much, I've got so much information from him, from listening to him, from like, you know, I know his niggas in jail. I know what jail's doing, you know what I mean? Kaksaki, Greenhaven, Ra, you know what I mean? Free Charlie, Free Scrap, you know what I mean? So you know certain things about rappers. So when he's tying everything in in this album, he has a lot of skits. He's played, this is, the album's called Survival, but he's talking about Survival his whole life, you know what I'm saying? From being a kid in Harlem, his his, his dad being in BGF, his dad, like, Harlem is such, like, if you're into certain things, like, you know, the streets and the, and, and the history of the streets from Bumpy Johnson to the... You know what I mean? To the Frank Lucas's, Nicky Barnes, and Harlem's just had so many different eras of different people, prominent people, not even just drug dealers, where the Langston Hughes, the Apollo Theater, you know, just it's just the Harlem Renaissance just was a place for black people. So he grew up in that. You know what I'm saying? His father was from that. So he just, there's so many stories. He talked about his mom's brother. You know, his, his mom's brother stole his bike. He was, he was a crackhead. You know what I mean? L loved doing drugs and shit. So this whole album really ties in. Some of the pieces that you're like, oh, that you knew about him, but now he gave you a lot more info. So I really got to know Dave East from this album. Like this, this is a good album, man. I really got to know East. Like as much as I knew more, like I know the whole story now, man. And it's really good, man. Um, the song about his mom, um, that shit, that sh yo, the skits, just so much stuff about this shit. It just ties in so well, man. Nah, like I'm really happy for Dave East, man. Like. 
niggas can't be like, oh, yo, Davey just put out an album. Now this this is a hip hop album. This is what album is supposed to be like a story, an introduction of your life. You know what I'm saying? The song with Nas is okay. It's not like the Godfather Four is cool. You know what I'm saying? It, but it ain't it ain't it ain't my shit. Need a sign with Tiana Taylor is my shit. On my way to school, real reflective song, real giving. You know. Him, you know, not really wanting to be in school. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, I've been there. Like, and then he and he's talking about he's doing good in every other class, but math. You know what I'm saying? And just just a lot of shit that you can relate to as a young black male growing up. You know what I'm saying? In high school, but still wanting to enjoy life. You know what I'm saying? And and not being able to balance those priorities of like, all right, this is what's really important. Because in hindsight, like if I knew what I knew then, I would have. <laughs> I would have focused up. Like, I would have found a way to balance my time, you know what I'm saying? And know that, yo, there's an ultimate goal that, yo, if you stay down right now and get these grades and just really focus and just go to school and just knock these tasks out, yo, five, six, seven years now, you'd be having all the fun, you know what I'm saying? But you don't know that at that age. So it was just a lot, a lot of good stuff in this album, man. Um, the song with Gun, I like it. The song with Lil, you know, Lil B, my nigga, Night Shift. Um, the Ty Dolla song I, song I like, then the Marathon Continue song with Nip. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just, just, um, just, just a good album from Dave East. Twenty songs, and it all made sense. It all went cohesively. Yo, I'm like when I mean I'm proud of Dave East. Like, like I kind of I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't want to say lost faith. I, East was still that rapper, but it's just like damn. I'm like did did East plateau? But I think nah, this album's gonna be. Yeah, people are gonna gonna give him all the respect. They're not just gonna be looking at him like, yo, he's just a spitter, NY spitter. This is an album. So I'm really happy for the boy Dave East, man. Um he even showed a lot of integrity, you know what I'm saying? Because apparently he had a song with Kodak Black on his album and he took it off, you know, because of the stuff Kodak said about Nipsey. You know, Dave East and Nipsey had a relationship. Why 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 I say integrity? Because a lot of rappers would probably the label would probably be like, yo, just keep that on there and a lot of rappers would just probably keep it on there because Kodak is going to bring you a lot of streams, especially with Kodak being in jail. You know what I'm saying? You'd get a lot of streams, you know what I'm saying? Because Kodak commands that. I mean, he has a great fan base and he's a very talented artist. So Davies, not being an artist that sells so much and would be looking to have great first week numbers, that could really help a Kodak song. So him, that he showed a lot of integrity by not by not using it. You know what I'm saying? Um Rest in peace to Nipsey, but um, I'm definitely proud of Dave East, man. Um, go check out that album, man. Survival, man. Definitely, he he has a story to tell from being a guy who who played, grew up with Kevin Durant, Grievous Vasquez, and Michael Beasley playing basketball with these guys. You know what I'm saying? And to getting kicked out of school and not living up, and his father really wanted him to be a basketball player, like. I've seen it happen, you know what I'm saying? I've seen it happen with many people. You know, you want to go to the league and your family puts all the all they got into you. You are the ticket. You are the person that's supposed to change generations upon generations. And you don't do that. And then you say you want to rap. So it could be looked at like, what? You know what I'm saying? For him to make his dreams come true, man. Shout out to the boy Davies. I'm I'm actually really proud of him because I've been listening to Davies for a minute, man. And the album, the album shows the progression, man. It shows He's growing as an artist, so shout out to him, man. Um, yo, this, <laughs> yo, this clip caught my eye two days ago, man. Rick Ross, Rick Ross, man. I'm hoping one day they could actually squash this beef. Rick Ross is in the car with his homies, listening to the game, and Fifty Cent's hated to love it, man. It's so, yo, this is one of the funniest clips I saw all week. Cause Ross is really taking it. It's a hit song, like it's a really good song. Ross can't deny that. Here we go. Yo, Ross was vibing. Yo. It's a classic song. Like it, 
back then him and Fifty never had beef. He probably he probably loved that song and knew it word for word. You know what I'm saying? So it's just dope to see it. Like I don't know why Fifty's on in the background. Like they have it on. Like they have it on. Like they have it. It wasn't on the radio because they could rewind it. You know what I'm saying? It's just really that. That just shows Ross is a real nigga. Like if you're really beefing with a nigga and you're like, yo, I'm still listening to his music, the classics. That that's a different type of I don't care. You know what I'm saying? But I don't I don't see fifty. Fifty's just certain grudges. I don't I don't see this one, especially when you have to pay Rick Ross' baby mama seven mil. I don't know if they're ever gonna make peace, man. But it would be dope. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, Ross, word for word, rap the rap the the lyrics, man. It's dope, man. Like you was probably a fan of this nigga. You know what I'm saying? And. It's just everything went left, man. And that's 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 sad. That's sad that, that they could probably never, you know, make amends. Because who knows what, what they could have done musically. You know what I'm saying? And I think they probably could have gone along. Like, both fly boss niggas who, who liked to, who, who, who tried to empower other people. You know what I'm saying? And they both don't back down. They, they probably could have been really good, good friends in the, in the industry. You know what I'm saying? But... It is what it is. I just thought that was an actually funny clip to just see Ross listening to Fifty. Um, and, yo, man, hip hop, hip hop is just it, when they say hip hop's the number one genre, it really is. It's the most powerful. We really run shit. You know what I'm saying? Black people, hip hop, the culture, just really run shit. Um, but speaking of that, I feel like YG Four Hundred needs to be very, 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 very careful, man. Like, fuck Donald Trump. Like, I don't know when they dropped the song. It's probably been out two years. He's still riding that wave. He's still going at the president. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is the the head chief in charge, the head honcho, bro. Like, you can't you can't be going at Donald Trump like that, man. And basically, YG had a show, and he brought out Stormy Daniels. For those that don't know, Stormy Daniels is the point guard that, I mean, I said the point guard, the porn star. Who apparently Donald Trump hired right before he got into office. You know what I'm saying? And you know he smarted her out and sent her, packed him, um, sent her moving. You know what I'm saying? But she signed, she signed an uh, NDA. She wasn't supposed to say nothing. She just violated the NDA and was like, "Fuck it, it's the president. I'm finna get famous on this nigga." And famous is what she did get. You know what I'm saying? But in part of the whole fuck Donald Trump thing, YG is like really going with this. You know what I mean? And it's it's freedom of speech. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I don't think you want the president, like, when you were doing it before, he might not have cared. But when you bring Stormy Daniels up there to disrespect him, I think I think you might be going a little far, bro. Like, you just don't want to play with a guy like that. Have the Secret Service at your doorstep. YG said that already. He had the Secret Service at his doorstep just because of making the song. So, listen, listen to this. My name is Stormy fucking Daniels. Yo, so he gives her a big hug and then he goes into fuck Donald Trump. But like, don't get me wrong, it's a song that you can keep using. You know what I'm saying to get the crowd lit and, and engaged, man. But I don't know, man. That's just not the game I play. I ain't playing with the bitch that the um with the, the president of the bitch the the bitch that the president fucked. I'm not gonna do that, man. I'm not gonna do that. Like, shout out to YG, man. He's fearless. Cause I would not play with the president like that. I'm gonna give YG his props. You know what I mean? He's been consistent. Um, you know, him and Nip dropped the song "Fuck Donald Trump," and he's been on that campaign. You know what I mean? While Donald Trump was at his most powerful. You know what I mean? So I'll give him his props. But a lot of people are, are coming at Trump right now. You know what I'm saying? And that's because Trump, Trump's going through it right now. But I'm telling you, if he beats what he's about to go through, he will be Teflon and he'll be president again in, in um in 2020. For those that don't know. Trump's having an impeachment hearing uh, that's going to be televised for the whole world to see. You know what I'm saying? He's calling it a witch hunt, saying it's soft, it's light, that 
they're just they're just you know they just they're just reaching. Um, apparently, Trump has been using his political power as president to influence other things outside of America. As far as foreign policy, he's basically developing a relationship with the. I don't know if it's the prime minister or president of Ukraine. Apparently, the president of Ukraine was once a comedian. You know what I'm saying? So him and Trump can kind of relate that they're not really politicians and they're just probably guys that are just taking this for what it is. You know what I'm saying? And they're just they're just niggas that just got the spot. They're just guys that got the spot and they weren't really qualified. You know what I'm saying? But the people bought into them. So apparently Trump's been doing that. But it's it's actually pretty... It's, it's some real House of Cards shit, man. You would think you would think House of Cards knew this was coming because apparently the day the Ukraine Ukraine president won, um, Trump called him and congratulated him. Everybody said that was fine, but they say Trump's been having these secret calls and secret secret deals he's been doing with this guy. You know what I'm saying? And people have been snitching from his cabinet. They've been writing to government officials the higher-ups, and it's been happening and happening and happening for, for a while. They've been gathering, gathering this evidence, and now we're going to hear about this evidence in, in this impeachment inquiry. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe America would ever allow their president to be impeached in front of the whole world. So I'm saying, like, if Donald Trump gets through this, he will be Teflon. He will get through 2020. All the, all the people on the right that he's that he already has supporting him will be like, yo, you see, you guys tried to come for our president. He's he's innocent and he beat the system. He showed you, you know what I'm saying? Because I do not see America allowing themselves to, to be the spectacle for the world to see the president be impeached. You know what I'm saying? I know we're in a different time. This is, We're going into 2020. Like the world was much different 60 and all 80 years ago. But America just has a certain type of pride, man. And so does Donald Trump. He, he going to be making calls behind the scenes like, yo, if, if I go down, everybody goes down. I know you've been keeping the money. I know it. You know what I mean? You, Trump, you don't want to play with this nigga, man. Um, but, yeah, we're going to see. It's going to be real interesting. Um, but I just jumped into that Trump shit because of the YG shit. Um, I wanted to talk about this, man. Sad news, man. Sad news in the, in the hip-hop community. For the, For a younger generation, for those... Like my generation, you know what I'm saying? Um, these guys were really, really, really influential, really, really big. 2013, 2014, you know, 15, these are my guys. Um, but I'm talking about Lil Reese. Lil Reese was shot in Chicago um, over, I think, on Monday or Sunday. He got shot in the neck. He's in critical condition right now. It's real, real, real tragic situation, man. They actually released videos, not a video, a picture from a video of the shooter who jumped out of his car and was holding a mini Draco, you know what I'm saying, like a, a real machine gun just firing across the street, not even giving a fuck who else he could have hit because he was not close to Lil Reese's car at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, he could have hit anybody, but that's that's the reality. And this wasn't even, it was in Chicago, but it was 40, you know, like in the suburbs, 40 minutes away from, you know, where all the all the, all the bullshit be happening. Um Unfortunate man, unfortunate man. I just pray that he makes it through. You know what I'm saying? Critical condition is something that you never really know. Getting shot in the neck, you know what I mean? That could that could change you. You know what I'm saying? So your voice, he's a rapper, you know what I mean? So much. So much different things could come from that. You know what I'm saying? So I just pray he makes a healthy and speedy recovery, man. It's it's sad because out of all the rappers from Chicago, from the Lil Dirk, Lil Bibby, Lil Herb, Chief Keith, Fredo. Rest in peace. Um, they all moved. You know what I'm saying? Like Chief Keef has not been back to Chicago in like since since he since he popped. I think he has a warrant in Chicago. He's he can't go back. Lil Reese has never left. He's caught charges in Chicago. There was a time he was in the suburbs. He was caught in a car sleeping in the car with a pistol and mad weed or some shit, and he got locked up. Like he does not leave Chicago. You know what I'm saying? And they, I remember when he asked Lil Bibby, it was like, yo, out of all the rappers from Chicago, who's the most hood, who's the most street? He said Lil Reese. You know what I'm saying? But it's just unfortunate. He got money. You know what I'm saying? He 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 got he left Def Jam. He got he got the advance. He still gets streams. He's independent. I know he still makes money. You know what I'm saying? He he I don't know why. And Chicago's a beautiful place. Like it's it, there it, like he said, he was in the suburbs. It's not like he's always in the hood, but 
it doesn't take nothing for a nigga to leave the hood and drive 40 minutes to come kill you because they hate you that much. You know what I'm saying? Niggas, some, some niggas drive from state to state trying to kill somebody, man. So it's really unfortunate, man. And I hope he makes it through. And I hope he just go up go up in the hills, go to LA, go chill with Sosa, man. Chief Keith, like, you, like, yo, just go to LA, man. I don't know why Lil Reese loves Chicago like that, man. It's very unfortunate, man. Pray he makes it through. Um... Yeah, man, that's that's real. That's really unfortunate, man. He's definitely one of those guys that just always kept it, kept it Chicago. You know what I'm saying? He never left. Everything you always heard, he was on the scene. You know what I'm saying? Even him getting jumped recently, he got jumped um a couple months back. You know what I'm saying? Everybody said he shitted on himself, which wasn't true. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, like he's it's in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, damn, bro, like just fucking. Just leave, man. <laughs> Just leave, man. Like, you got to, man. Like, um, yeah, man. So prayers and the speedy, speedy recovery to Lil, Lil Reese, man. Definitely. And I don't even know. I, this particular subject right here, man, it happened right after the podcast last week. Um, You know what I mean? After I dropped the episode. So I didn't really get a chance to address it. But I guess I'll, I'll, I'll address this about what's going on with T.I. and how he's being killed. Um, by everybody right now, to be honest, men and women, um, children, like girls and boys, like yo, they coming for tip right now, man. Um, and I don't know, man. It's like I, I, I don't know if I'm coming for tip either, but I feel where tip's coming from. Uh, you know what I'm saying? To the gynecologist to check her height. Oh, you, hey. Do you Birthday go with her? Yes, yes, I go with her. So we'll go. You know what I mean? I say, Deja, they want you to sign this. They want you to sign this, this right now. I need to know this. if your hymen's still there. So we can uh, share information. Do you have anything? Is there anything that you would not want me to know? Oh, okay. See, Doc, ain't no problem. So this episode of the So this is all about T.I. basically saying... He takes his his eldest daughter. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't know that the, the Tiny's daughter is Zamanique, or I don't know her name, Zanique. She's not T.I.'s daughter. You know what I'm saying? T.I. has his own daughter. It's not Tiny's daughter. So this daughter, he takes it to the gynecologist and, you know, helps her get, get her checkups, her daily, I mean, her monthly or yearly checkups. But not only does he do that, he, he makes sure her hymen is intact in order to make sure he believes she's still a virgin. Um that is a little extreme. You know what I'm saying? Me, I'm I'm a little uncomfortable, you know what I mean, with him probably going to the doctor with her, but like that's that's the only part. You know what I'm saying? I'm with all the extreme measures. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 protective. I can imagine having a daughter and I'd be on the same shit because I know what niggas is on because I was like them. You know what I'm saying? Being a young young boy, young kid like just that that evil mindset of just trying to get pussy and just trying to say whatever is clever, you know what I mean? Not even thinking about the consequences of whether this girl believes this shit, she's taking it to heart, you know what I'm saying? There's so many things that can come from that, you know what I mean? STDs, babies, so I completely understand, especially when you're T.I., when you're a millionaire. Like Nas, Nas had a song about daughters, and he was talking about how he, he don't even know if the, the dude was, that his daughter was dealing with was older, first of all. And I think he was in jail, but does he know Nas is her father? You know what I'm saying? A nigga would really put one in T.I.'s daughter, you know what I'm saying, just to make sure, yo, he's, my kid has that financial stability and I'm part of the fam now. I'm going to get me a reality show now. I'm going to do this now. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of measures you really want to take, but that going in there is 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 extreme, but I, I'm on that extreme shit too. You know what I'm saying? That's just a little, maybe a little too uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like to really be asking, yo, is her hymen intact? But I have nothing wrong with like doing some real extreme shit to make sure your daughter doesn't do no shit. I had a little sister, you know what I'm saying? And I would do anything in my power to make sure that she had no access to, to, to go around boys. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I was. That's just my nature, you know what I'm saying? So my daughter, like, I'm not going to do that because that's just what T.I. did, but like, Believe you me when I tell you she's gonna like, you know people are like oh when she's strict when you when you're strict you're gonna make them make them um make them rebel no I'm gonna be so strict that 
it's going to be impossible to rebel. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just, that's just me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to have to drill into your head until I know you're ready to understand what boys are about. You know what I'm saying? If you don't really, if you're not secure, if you don't believe in yourself, there's going to be a, it's going to be that easy for somebody to just trick you out of your pants and then, and then leave you where you standing. And then another nigga trick you out of your pants and leave where you standing. So that's just, you got to, you got to build up that confidence in women. You know what I mean? Women that you're close to and let them know that, yo, this is what the world's about. So I can understand where he's coming from, but the part about the hymen, you know what I mean? Like really being there with her doctor, it's, that's uncomfortable. Like that, that could really make, you know what I mean? That could make a, a girl feel very uncomfortable. And I, I understand, you know what I mean? The double standard, like I'm, I'm, I'm a person that's willing to admit there's a double standard. I'm never going to deny that. Like, yeah, is T.I. doing the same things for his son? Probably not. But I'm sure if I had a son, I'd be telling him, yo, I don't want no kids. Strap up. I mean, I don't want no grandkids, um, and you can get sick out there. I'd be drilling that into his head, too. But would I be, like, on him about not having sex? No, I wouldn't. Because I just, I just know it's you, you have more of the upper hand when it comes to that situation because it's, there are women that, that'll bring the sex talk to you, but it's rare. So it's a man that's going to be doing that. So it's a, little, it's a little slippery slope, but it's a double standard. But when it comes to daughters and... Protecting your daughters and you know what I mean? Nah. I get where Tip's coming from, but that's a little extreme. He didn't have to say nothing though. That's the only part. He didn't have to say nothing. He could have just kept, nobody knew this. Like he's been doing this for years, so he could have just kept doing it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, that's the only thing. Cause now she unfollowed him and shit. Cause now she's probably embarrassed that she's going through that. But um maybe you know what I mean, who knows? Maybe being a virgin at this age in high school is embarrassing. Now people everybody knows she's a virgin or whatever. So it's just I don't know, man, but I feel tip on the preventive measures. He could um, have her mother do it, you know what I'm saying? Just enforce through her mother, you know what I mean? As woman to woman, you know what I'm saying? You got to be considerate of her side too, but I, I get where he's coming from. She's not a, an adult yet. She may not understand the deviants out there. There are some deviants out there. There are some little niggas out there that got a plan for her, you know what I'm saying? And... And they trying to get become in the Clifford family, you know what I mean? Tip not having it, um, yeah. But um, yo, prayers up for Tax Stone right now, man. Tax Stone's trial has started today, November twelfth. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be some headlines coming up because Tax Stone doesn't plan to take take the stand in Troy Ave's trial, but Troy Ave plans to take the stand in Tax's trial, man. And so we're gonna see how it all folds over. Um, if Tax has switched his attorneys, but he. His, at the time, his attorney was Kenneth J. Montgomery, the guy that was on the podcast a lot with him, you know, who who was also Bobby Schmurter's lawyer for, um, you know, a minute before Bobby switched. I mean, it's going to be dope. I wish we could find a way to, like, you know, keep up with it, you know what I'm saying? But I'm sure we're just going to have to get the tweets. I don't know if it's going to be, like, 6 9 trial. People are going to be covering it like that. But um, definitely, I'm going to find my way to, you know, stay updated, you know what I'm saying? But also, rest in peace to Banger. I just, you know what I mean? I just feel like tax... I don't know personally, man, but only God knows if he's on his way to redemption, you know what I mean, if he deserves to come home or, or what the situation may be, you know what I'm saying? But um, I just pray pray for the best, you know what I'm saying, for the best outcome, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, but um, Troy Ave, that's crazy, about to do it. He really about to do it, man. That's, yo, Takashi did it, yo, hip-hop gonna have two snitches in, in almost a year, and it's never been done before like that, like like this, on this scale. That's crazy, man. That's that's literally crazy, bro. You know what else is crazy though? Not only did Summer Summer Walker cancel the rest of her tour dates, besides like she's gonna do Toronto, I think Miami, New York, and like three other dates. But yo, I did not know she was popping, popping like that. You know what I'm saying? I tried to get two tickets, and tickets are going for a hundred and forty dollars. God, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, what? Summer Walker, $140. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. She's for her to be canceling, she's getting a lot of money to be canceling. So she must she I don't know. She says she has um social anxiety. Um that she just she's just breaking down and she can't do it. So I completely understand where she's coming from. But I did not know she was popping like that, man. Like, I know she's popping, but $140 for like rebel, like to not to be standing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about I'm going to have a seat. I'm going to be standing. That's crazy. With everybody, general admission. 
That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Um, that's crazy. But um, get your bag. Hundred forty dollars. Um, but also Disney Plus is out. You know what I'm saying? I haven't got it yet, but I've heard I heard good reviews. I've seen that they have every episode of The Simpsons on there. Um, I believe Futurama. Um, Proud Family hasn't got there yet, but I said this. It'll be updated in in the nearest nearest future. But Disney Plus warns users of outdated cultural depictions in old movies, which means if you see some shit where that looks racist that they've been doing from 1960s and 70s, you can't cancel them because they're giving you the heads up and this has been out. So it's pretty fucked up, man. Because, you know, everybody tell you Walt Disney was a racist. He did not like black people. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to see. Um, probably a lot of gender stuff that, that wasn't gender sensitive. Um, Disney been out, you know what I'm saying, and now they own a lot of other people's catalogs, and you have everything on there. I'm sure a lot of people are gonna be watching things and try to cancel shit, but you can't cancel Disney. It's just kind of impossible. Like, what are the kids gonna do? But um, I also want to give a shout out to Netflix, man, because honestly, nobody made me watch the show. You know what I'm saying? I stumbled on it, just saw it, I knew about it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not an American. I don't like talent shows. I don't like American Idol. I don't like any of those shits. But this shit, rhythm and flow, that was real. That was hip hop. That was something I could relate to. That was something I could fuck with. You know what I'm saying? And I really liked that show. Like I really got invested into that show. It was actually a good show with competitive artists, great artists. The judges were, were dope, had great chemistry. T.I., Chance, and Cardi. The show was dope, man. The, Shout out to D Smoke, he won. But it was like some real artist development. Like they made you do every aspect of being an artist. You know what I'm saying? A superstar. Like, yo, you're going to have your little Grammy performance. You're going to have a music video. You're going to have to be in a rap battle just in case a nigga diss you. You know what I'm saying? Like every aspect of the game where some artists can probably do two out of five. You know what I'm saying? They made you do five out of five, six out of six, or how many competitions there were to make sure you are a well-rounded artist. You know what I'm saying? D-Smoke ended up winning. Flawless came second. Flawless was dope. A lot of them were dope. Um, London B was dope, man. Um, even King, even um, Troy Man was dope, man. Then they had had them working with Tay Keith, Lon like London on the track. This show, Netflix put out a budget. Like, Netflix put out a budget. Because if you're seeing the type of celebrities that are on the show, Khaled, like, just to make an appearance and just have people, these producers making beats and showing their faces and doing this, like, it's, it costs. It really does cost, man. So, shout out to Netflix. I'm, I'm, I'm geared up for season two. Like, this, this could be something for real, man. Like, it was just, it was really dope, man. It was really dope. Shout out to D Smoke. You know what I'm saying? And it's actually crazy that, after I find out that D Smoke is actually brothers with Sir from TDE. You know what I'm saying? He didn't tell nobody that. He just went into the competition, you know what I'm saying? And just killed shit. And then try to live off nobody else's name and just went to the competition and killed it, man. Like, shit was dope, man. Shout out to Netflix and Rhythm and Flow. Um, yeah. But um, I think that's it as far as entertainment and all that, all that good stuff. I I I don't see anything else worthy of me speaking about, you know, power is not on, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully they getting that right back for January, you know what I'm saying? Because they left us, they left us crazy. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anything else to talk about besides some basketball, man. And uh, shout out to the Raptors. Honestly, it's hard to be Canadian. I love being Canadian, but when you, when you think about, the world and America really being the center of attention, like how the NBA is in America, the NFL is in America, NHL is probably in America, you know what I'm saying, even though two out of those games we invented, but why I say that is the Raptors beat the Lakers without Kyle Lowry, without Serge Ibaka, I'm talking about Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Surrounded with Danny Green, who was on our team last year, was on their team. Um, just if you want to go roster for roster, like it's the Lakers, man. They have the best record in the league. It's the Lakers. Like there's nothing to talk about. But what I mean, it's hard to be Canadian, and it's hard that we did that. The Raptors did that. Went to LA, beat them underhanded without their best players playing. 
And nobody talks about it. I watch First Take. I watch Undisputed. When they spoke about it, it was more of an, in the conversation of, yo, what's going on with the Lakers? Nah, they the Raptors are for real. Like the Raptors are a really good team. Like Nick Nurse is a really good coach. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that was the that was the narrative they were talking about. Yo, what's going on with the with with the Lakers? Why why, why was LeBron not performing? Like they got beat. They got their asses handed to them. Like this is the world champions from last year. Yes, Kawhi is not on the team, but it's still the world champions. There was only one like two players missing, and one of them was on the Lakers. So it didn't make no sense how I didn't see Stephen A. Or Max, no, nobody was talking about it. that. Was a really big win to go into the Staples Center and beat LeBron and Anthony Davis without Kyle Lowry and Serge Ibaka. Like you have Davis, you have rookies stepping up. You have Fred Van Fleet. Um, I think he almost had a triple double. He had like twelve assists. You know what I'm saying? Pascal, like I think 15, 15 rebounds for um twenty seven points. It was just a crazy. It was a crazy performance, man. Marcus Saul even looked good out there. Um, I just. I just thought that was actually very odd because if it was an American team, they would have been like, yo, this team's on the come up. This team's on the rise. Look what they did to the Lakers. And this is another thing I want to point out to Swan because Swan's always talking about Anthony Davis. And I like Anthony Davis, but this is where I'm trying to make my point. Anthony Davis is with LeBron, and we have yet to see the destruction. Like, you finally get to see LeBron makes everybody better. Anthony Davis is the PER king. He's going up against... Serge Ibaka is not there, so he's going up against Marc Gasol. Why should the why would the Lakers lose to the Raptors? Why did he not dominate the Raptors? You're telling me he cannot dominate Serge um, with no Serge Ibaka there and not dominate an old Marc Gasol who's looking like he's not playing, looking like he's washed this year? Like, is that what you're really saying to me? This is what I'm trying to say. Is this your king? Like, and it, and I hate going at players like this, but it's sometimes when I see them get way too much credit. I'm not saying he's not super talented, but when I see him play, I'm, I don't really see him dominate. Like, like where's the domination? And so that's just what I'm tripping on. Like, the Raptors went in there underhanded, fam, and you have an advantage at the power forward, and you can't take advantage of Marcus. So, like, I don't want to hear it, man. I don't want to hear it. I want to see Pascal Siakam at the All-Star game starting. You know what I'm saying? That That is a given. He is that nigga. He is that nigga. I've been saying that since last year, but shout out to OG Ananobi, too, my Nigerian brother, because... You show me everything I need to see. Keep showing me. It's only been nine games, but the confidence you're playing with, the the swagger. The Raptors are playing like champions. Like everybody, everybody else can say, yo, you know, they won off the fall, but they believe that shit. They got there. They they beat up on them niggas and got there. You know what I'm saying? Their confidence is on a hundred right now, man. Um, Fred Van Fleet, like he could be an all-star too. He could be an all-star too. The guard position is really tough in the East, man, but he can be an all-star, too. I'm really loving the Raptors. Nick Nurse, salute. Salute, man. Um, Raptors also had a tough game against the Clippers. I felt they could have won that game. You know what I'm saying? But um, early in the game, game, Kawhi Leonard, you know, he poked his former teammate's eye out. You know what I mean? Clawed him. Like, obviously it was an accident, but OG's eye was bleeding, fam. Like, I ain't never seen no Like, poke your eye and your eye is bleeding? Like, what the fuck? But yeah, that's what that's what happened. Um, very unfortunate. You know what I mean? OG's out right now. But even then, the Raptors still competed to the end with the Clippers. To the end. Held Kawhi to nine turnovers. Man, like, I don't want to hear it, man. This is without Lowry. This is without Serge. Like, I don't want to hear it. Them niggas is official. The Raptors are official. Um, Nick Nurse is official. <laughs> like, come on, man. I ain't trying to hear it, man. I'm really not trying to hear it. Like, so it's just weird seeing the American TV just not talk about us. You know what I mean? The East ain't that competitive for them to really not be talking about the Raptors all day, every day. I think the Celtics are doing really good right now. Um, they're playing really well. They're gelling cohesively. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say it's Kyrie. That, that, that was the, the factor there, but they're, they're all finding their, their own way. You know, Marcus Morris is not there now. So everybody has a lot more touches. Plus, Gordon Hayward just got injured, so he's out for six weeks, which is really unfortunate because he was looking, he was starting to look like his old self again. Like, he was starting to really look like his old self again. Um, but yeah, like, I think Celtics are just doing better because now it's really Jalen Brown and and Jason Tatum's team because when you, Marcus Morris is a really good player. You know what I'm saying? So when you have him who's always going to be playing great defense and always can score, it's every it's less shots when you have when you know Kyrie's getting his twenty, you know what I mean his twenty shots. So it's it's a lot open now with Rosier gone. It's so Celtics have a lot more 
chemistry and everybody knows their role. So I can see them being a really good team. Philly still hasn't shown me anything, to be honest. I know they, they had the talent on paper. You know, everybody's waiting to um, say Philly this, Philly that. But honestly, right now, man, it's the raps. It's the raps. Like, they... I don't know if Masai could ever do something like steal away Bradley Beal or just get, not even Bradley, but just one more player to add to this equation. You know what I'm saying? Another 20-point scorer at the guard position or something like that, man. This team's going back to the finals. Like, that's how I truly feel, that they're one player away. They don't really have much to work with as far as getting getting a player to sign with us, you know what I'm saying, But um, or or in a trade, but... I definitely feel like the Raptors could go to the finals again. Um, I don't know. My Nets, Kyrie Irving, I don't know, man. You look great out there, man. I don't know. You look great out there, but the team is not – you guys You guys are struggling. Losing losing to Phoenix the way you lost to Phoenix, you know what I'm saying, was not cool. Lost to Utah, which is which is respectable. And you lost – that. the fashion you lost to Utah is okay. The fashion you lost to Phoenix, though – that was that was that was bad, and not to say Phoenix has been playing really well this year. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna take anything away from them, but that 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 was really bad, man. Shout out to Ricky Rubio; he, he's been balling. Um, yeah, man. But Brooklyn Nets—that was a team I expected a lot from. I know I knew Kevin Durant's not coming back this year, but I believed Kyrie Irving was gonna take them to where they need to go. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's still early, it's still early. You know what I mean? They're seventh, they're four and six, which is not good at all. You know what I mean, you don't want to be at the bottom like that with with that type of record, four and six. Now, nah, when you have the type of talent you have, I want them to get on a run. You know what I'm saying? The Bucks, the Bucks don't. Yo, Mal- Malcolm Brogdon being gone might have been a uh, might have been a really big part of their team, man. They don't look as scary as they did last year. Giannis looks 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 amazing. Like nobody stopping him. He's the Greek freak. He's gonna get 17 rebounds, 28 points, and eight assists. That's that's expected. But the rest. <laughs> Brook Lopez looking looking bad out there. Last year he was hitting up against the Raptors, hitting up against the Celtics. He's looking bad out there. Um, Chris um, Chris Middleton got injured. So, bro, like I, I think the NBA man, it's 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 shaping up for everybody. It's shaping up for everybody to have a real good chance at it, man. Paul George is supposed to be coming back this week. I'm excited, man. Um, I want I want to talk about Trey Young though, man. He he's really he's really showing me that yo he's for real man. You know everybody was saying yo he's so small he's so skinny man. If you could shoot the ball like that, that that kid is a problem. I don't think people understand that kid is a problem. Luka Doncic is a problem too, but Trey Young is not hasn't been playing professionally. Luka's been playing in Europe with grown men his whole like for the last six six five to six years. Trey Young took the. Atlanta, Atlanta Hawks to Denver yesterday without John Collins, who's probably the second, third, the best player, and they beat the Nuggets. You know what I'm saying? Like, they beat the Nuggets in Denver. It's supposed to be at the mile high. It's supposed to talk about the altitude. This kid had 42, 4, and 11. Shot 13 of 21, man. 8 of 13 for three-point. Like, we're not talking about this kid enough. He came on late in the, in, the, in the other half of the season last year. He came on late, and Luka won Rookie of the Year. We're not talking about Trey Young enough. This kid is a problem. He is a problem. If the Atlanta Hawks can build around him, this kid's a problem. And Jabari Parker's been getting minutes now because John Collins is out. He's been showing out. I like this, man. I like this. The East is definitely getting a lot more competitive, man. It's whew. nah, man. Um, Trey Young, that boy, that boy a problem. That's all I can say. RJ Barrett, you looking good out there. I want to see Zion. I don't know how long it's going to take for him to get back, but, you know what I mean, this, he was supposed to be one of the big, big headlines and to keep the game going, you know what I mean, keep some exciting shit coming. The Pelicans have been underachievers. You know what I mean? You looked at their roster, you know, Brandon Ingram's been playing well. Like, I'm going to say that, but Lonzo, I think he's injured right now, but he's, this is it. Like, I always try to tell people, like, when it comes to the NBA, you get, like, two, maximum three shots. Like, if you're a lottery pick, like, Markel Fultz is starting to, he's starting to blossom right now. He's starting to blossom. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying, you have two or three shots. Um, Anthony Bennett, Cavs picked him. He bummed it. They they sent him to Timberwolves. Timberwolves gave him a chance. He bummed it. Sent him to the G League. That was it. Um, you see it with players like play. Who who could I say right now? Prime example: Nerlens Noel. Um, I think he was a number one draft pick. Philly got him. He was injured, injured, injured. Finally played. Didn't look too good. Got shipped off. 
And then, you know, another team will take you. Like, yo, he's a lottery pick. Maybe he can blossom for us. We can get him for the low bargain. He went to, I think he went to Dallas. And it didn't work out in Dallas. And that was it. Now you are a role player. You cannot, they don't give you too many shots to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to be a star, you got to be a star out the gate. The Minnesota Timberwolves, they believed in Andrew Wiggins. And now it's paying off. Because he could have been, he could have been one of those guys that were, a team's just like, fuck it. We did good in the draft, and now we're going to put you on the back burner and, and take somebody else. Andrew Wiggins is starting to, he's starting to blossom. He's starting to show that he, the superstar that they projected him to be. You know what I'm saying? He's the youngest, 11th youngest player to reach 8,000 points. You know what I'm saying? He's he's actually been putting the Timbers on his back this year, so he's another player to look out for, man. But um, yeah, Alonzo Ball, man, you better get to it, man. You have to get to it. You have to get to it right now. D'Angelo Russell, another draft pick that that he he's a lottery pick, didn't work out with the Lakers, started showing out with the Nets. Now he's got his chance that people understand that he's a guy now. He's on he's on he's on the Warriors, Steph's out. He has a chance to shine. He he led them to a win. I think the other day he had like sixty something points. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Lonzo, you better get that shit together, man. Brandon Ingram showing he he was a draft pick. Now he's on the Pelicans. He's showing he, he can average twenty five. He's good. Lonzo, get to that triple-double shit your dad said you was on. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. You have to get to it because if not, you can find yourself being a role player in this league and no max money. That's just how it goes in the NBA. Yeah, um, I think that's why I'm going to leave it off. Um, once again, he always tell you, man, if you made it this far and you listened this far, I appreciate you very much. I mean, stay blessed. Uh, make the right decisions. Get your winter tires on there, man. It's getting nasty outside. But um, stay safe. Stay blessed, man. Look out for everybody you can look out for and just keep that good energy around you. This is Toriel. I'm out.